Our psalms this evening are Psalm 20 and Psalm 21, beginning on page 364. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep, we have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 20 is on page 364. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary, and strengthen thee out of Zion. Remember all thy offerings, and accept thy burnt sacrifice. Grant thee thy heart's desire, and fulfill all thy mind. We will rejoice in thy salvation, and triumph in the name of the Lord our God. The Lord perform all thy petitions. Now know that I, that the Lord helpeth his anointed, and will hear him from his holy heaven, even with the wholesome strength of his right hand. Some put their trust in chariots, and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Save, Lord, and hear us, O King of heaven, when we call upon thee. The King shall rejoice in thy strength, O Lord, exceedingly glad shall he be of thy salvation. Thou hast given him his heart's desire, and hast not denied him the request of his lips. For thou shalt meet him with the blessing of goodness, and shalt set a crown of pure gold upon his head. He asked life of thee, and thou gavest him a long life, even for ever and ever. His honor is great in thy salvation, glory and great worship shalt thou lay upon him. For thou shalt give him everlasting felicity, and make him glad with the joy of thy countenance. And why? Because the king putteth his trust in the Lord, and in the mercy of the Most Highest he shall not miscarry. 
All thine enemies shall feel thine hand. Thy right hand shall find out them that hate thee. Thou shalt make them like a fiery oven in time of thy wrath. The Lord shall destroy them in his displeasure, and the fire shall consume them. Their fruit shalt thou root out of the earth, and their seed from among the children of men. For they intend mischief against thee, and imagine such a device as they are not able to perform. Therefore shalt thou put them to flight, and the strings of thy bow shalt thou make ready against the face of them. Be thou exalted, Lord, in thy own strength, so we will sing and praise thy power. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the thirteenth verse of the fifty-seventh chapter of the book of Isaiah. When you cry out, let your collection of idols deliver you. But the wind will carry them all away, a breath will take them. But he who puts his trust in me shall possess the land, and shall inherit my holy mountain. And one shall say, Heap it up, heap it up, prepare the way, take the stumbling block out of the way of my people. For thus says the high and lofty one, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and holy place with him who has a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. For I will not contend forever, nor will I always be angry. For the spirit would fail before me and the souls which I have made. For the iniquity of his covetousness, I was angry and struck him. I hid and was angry, and he went on backsliding in the way of his heart. I have seen his ways and will heal him. I will also lead him, and restore comforts to him and to his mourners. I create the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to him who is far off, and to him who is near, says the Lord, and I will heal him. But the wicked are like the troubled sea, when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, says my God, for the wicked. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord. And my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the first chapter of the epistle to the Hebrews. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds who being the brightness of his glory in the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged out sins, 
purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For to which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you, and again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. But when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he says, Who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire? But to the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain, and they will all grow old like a garment, like a cloak you will fold them up, and they will be changed, but you are the same, and your years will not fail. But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son, to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, Grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit. Through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. 
Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. I'm going to just say a, uh, just a short thing about Isaiah because I want to spend some time on Hebrews. But uh, the Isaiah passage is that it comes at the end of a section that defines the Messiah servant's um, prophetic and priestly functions. And in this particular passage, we see a contrast with the um, threats of judgment for idolatry and then the promises for those who um, are faithful to God. So on, in Hebrews, we're starting Hebrews again. And Hebrews is an interesting book because we're not quite sure who wrote it. Um, some people think Paul, Barnabas, Silas, Apollos, Luke, Philip, Priscilla, Achilla, Clement, you know, have all been suggested, you know, throughout history as having written it. And um, the one significant thing in, in the book, in, in uh, chapter 2, verse 3, the writer includes himself among those people who had received the confirmation of Christ's message from others. And that seems to um, disqualify, not disqualify, but it seems to leave Paul out of that group because he claimed to have received his um, direction, I mean, his, uh, his mission directly from God. So regardless of who the old I mean, who the um, author was, there's a lot of Old Testament references and uh, a lot of talk about priesthood. And that's why there's nowhere in there it says this is a uh, letter to the Hebrews. But because it was so focused on the Levitical priesthood and um, kind of making um, sense between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant, uh, that the early church fathers called it the Epistle to the Hebrews. So it's um, kind of a study of in contrast when we look through the whole book. It shows the um, imperfection of the old way, the old covenant given under Moses, and it uh, sets it up next to the infinitely better and obviously perfect um, covenant set up by the high priest and King Jesus. So that's something to, to look for in this. Um, one of the things we think of from the contents of Hebrews is that, uh, first off, these people were living under persecution. That was one, one thing for sure. And because they were Hebrews and because there was such persecution, it was probably uh, true that they were tempted to cast off their identity as Christians or cast off Christ. And one of the other things that happened, and we, we've seen that in, in another church, in another letter, was to make Jesus just an angel, to reduce his importance to avoid some persecution. So. Um, the, the book of Hebrews focuses on Jesus Christ as God's perfect sacrifice for king, the, uh, for sin, the perfect high priest, and also our king. So um, the, the Old Testament was written probably between 2200 B.C. and 400 B.C. There was 39 books, and, and um, you know, we, so that was written over those times and spread out of the 39 books. But the Hebrews' understanding of the end times, this is something like the last days. When we think of last days, we who have grown up with, um, uh, you know, the idea that Jesus is coming back and there's a rapture, some of the churches around, although that doesn't really fit with what our thoughts are. But uh, we think of last days have to be just last days. And, and so in the Hebrew, the last days is the day the Messiah appears until um, the judgment comes. So we're in the last days. And so that was uh, something that's needed to understand when we read last days in in the book of Hebrews. So in contrasting uh, and making sure that the people don't 
think that Jesus is um, just an angel. In this chapter, it's interesting that uh, the things that God, uh, that the writer says that God has said about the Messiah, that you are my son, and to which of the angels did he say you are my son? He said, I will be to him a father. And he didn't say that to any of the angels. Uh, it also says, let all the angels worship him. And uh, of course, that kind of disqualifies an angel. And he calls his son, and he says, as he's speaking to him, he says, Oh, God. And so he makes him God, and he didn't do that with any of the angels. And he also said, Sit at my right hand, which is the right hand of judgment. So I think for um, a good start to the book of Hebrews is for us to remember that the whole point is to um, clarify and make sure that these people understand that uh, where Jesus is in, in theology, that he is God, that he is king, that he is high priest, that he's the perfect sacrifice. And um, so when the uh, people of Hebrew faith have to understand that and accept that in order to fully experience um, his forgiveness and, and the life of prayer and the life of uh, living in, in victory in the spirit, regardless of what's happening on the outside. Let's continue with a prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore.
Amen. Very good to be with you again tonight. Thank you, Aaliyah and Barb. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.